So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. We are live. Your comments on screen react to the big WrestleMania backlash show from WWE. Let us know what you think. Your super chats guarantee you get on with us. And if you're listening on the podcast side of things, let us know what you think. Hit us up on SK Wrestling underscore on Twitter. I'm Kev Kelm, Jose G, Jeremy Bennett. We're all here, and so are you. So let's get into it. Ah, this was just a pay-per-view post show that we're in, and you are on it, so let's talk about it. The 2022 Backlash show is in the books from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. A very loud, raucous crowd. Uh, Not too many matches on this card, but a lot of long matches, a lot of eventful things on this show. A new person added to Edge's faction. Uh, a wild six-man main event that possibly teased to some things that we saw coming together. Uh, a very eventful rematch from Cody Rhodes and from Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. We have new champions. We have a lot of things to get into. Chime in. If you're with us live for the first time, don't make it the last time. Tell us where you're watching and give us your rating on the show. Not the thumbs up, thumbs down. Not the five stars. No. A real on point, one through ten rating. Ten being the best thing you've ever seen, better than WrestleMania. Uh, uh, one being uh, worse than December to December. All right? You know what I'm talking about? Like, we know where we really are. So, let's see here. Steven Chambers gives it two thumbs up. I said, give me the one to ten. Give me the one to ten. Follow the ratings <laughs> and rules. Uh, what's your sentiment here, guys? Jose, Jeremy, coming out of Backlash. Man, I thought it was a pretty solid show. Uh, you know, we, t- we were talking just a little bit before we went off air that... You know, we all kind of had the same sentiment on which matches hit the hardest and one that was the weakest. Um, for me, it was like Madcap Moss versus uh, Happy Corbin and that being the the, the least um, entertaining one. Uh, I thought that Cody and Rollins absolutely killed it to open it uh, open up the show. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, uh, again, another case of the match being way better than the actual build-up and story uh, two times in a row because their match at WrestleMania was just like that. Uh, but great that we got a new SmackDown Women's Champion, Ronda Rousey. Uh, we did get a report a little bit after on Fightful that uh, that the whole angle with her having the broken radius uh, is a little angle for her to be written off uh, for a little while. A little while while Ronda Rousey, uh, you know, has her little run as champion. But overall, man, it was a, it was a fun show. I thought the the main event was a, a nice, fun one. It almost felt like a, like a produced live event that you would see on the internet. On Saturday night main event, 
uh, but on a pay-per-view level because it's like the same antics that Roman Reigns does at those live events he was doing at Backlash tonight, uh, which was very entertaining. He was interacting a lot with the crowd, uh, but it was a fun show. Was it the best? No, but it was just a fun and entertaining show. I thought it was real interesting that every every rematch was better than WrestleMania. Maybe that's because WrestleMania is more entertainment-focused. Time is a factor where tonight they were maybe given a little more time. I'm not sure. I'd have to compare the numbers. but It was, it was what, it. six matches announced for the show. Yeah. yeah. and no, But no it was care. spread out really good, though. They, gave the, they, they let each match breathe, and it didn't feel rushed. And if there was some time in between, there were run two or three vignettes or commercials mm-hmm. in between, and then go right into the match, yeah. which was good. Yeah, they didn't really do any extracurricular stuff. Just the Peacock advertisement breaks is all they really did. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting that every rematch was better than WrestleMania. I thought mm-hmm. across the board. I don't um, know about that. We'll get into that. But I, I don't know if I agree with that. But but the thing is, you get rematches from WrestleMania. That's the whole point of Backlash, right? Do they live up to it? Do they add to it? I don't think there was any of those rematches that were like a disappointment either, though. You know what I mean? The, the matches tonight, that were straight no. up pairings from what we saw a month ago, right? The build, the build to it might have been disappointing but uh, or, or just not interesting. But in the end, uh, they delivered. Uh, I'll tell you what, like, yeah, uh, Ed, actually, Edge and AJ got less time tonight. Um, Bobby uh, Lashley and Omos got about the uh, a little more. Uh, and I thought that was a better match there. Um, trying to find other oh, to Charlotte and Rhonda. Actually, they got less time tonight. So it's weird how those matches were better, but yet uh, ended up having less time. I think the only one that had more time was Cody and Seth at Mania, and that was barely like literally mm-hmm. a minute more. So literally it's not much of a time. difference. I, I think the, the thing is the aura of WrestleMania itself creates these expectations, you know, yeah. and especially I, AJ and, and edge that, yes, that somehow, absolutely hundred percent for 100%. whatever reason that fell flat at WrestleMania. And we don't know why, but they made up for it tonight. They did. Uh, shout out! They shout did. out to Ben Hoban watching from Sydney, Australia. Uh, hey, gents, uh, was an okay. Aussie, show. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. He's giving a seven point two. We have some people dropping tens on this. Show. I got really, really happy with it. Tracy Price giving it a ten out of ten. Uh, Christopher Ryan Cooper, CRC, is always within us. He's giving a seven point five. Stephen Chambers, uh, Stephen Elimination Chambers, giving it an eight point five. <laughs> Uh, so a lot of different takes. If you're with us for the first time, give us your one to ten rating on WrestleMania Backlash from WWE. If you're if you're with us for the first time, don't make it the last time. We do the top story Monday through Friday on Facebook Live, uh, where we hopefully get to keep doing that. And YouTube, you can only see us on YouTube. Twenty nine thousand people. Uh, have subscribed to our YouTube channel. Why don't you become one of those people? If you can't get us live, you can also get us on demand whenever you want on those video channels and in your ears. The podcast is available on Apple and Spotify, all the different apps. Stitcher, we just added that this week. iHeartRadio. Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw with us on Mondays. Dutch Mantel with us on uh, Fridays after SmackDown and Rampage. And then DDP and Russo combining their forces together for the bro show every week as well those drop uh, over the weekend as well uh what's going on thunder bay ontario canada oh yeah out there in canada how are you doing uh vanish giving it a nine out of ten the crowd was very loud this was a very loud crowd i, I would agree i didn't feel like the we had the old pipe in uh, backed up dub on top of it this felt like a, a, a live raucous crowd 
who was invested in it. Let's get into this opening bout. Cody and Rollins. Uh, this is a rematch, straight-up rematch from what we got at WrestleMania. Uh, Cody is still riding high. The reaction for him is, is what WWE wants. It's what he wants, and the crowd is on board. Rollins playing the symphony, still a big match player. A lot of back and forth, very similar pace to what we got to see from them at WrestleMania. Very much not a traditional WWE one-on-one match. Uh, the 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 uh, swinging pace went back every few minutes. Doesn't that isn't the usual pace you see in a WWE match? It felt in terms of pacing different, and they really really teased those finishes and a roll up finish. Wow, what about that? They went for their yeah. big moves and they couldn't finish each other with them and a roll up finish. I do enjoy that, and it does leave it open ended, doesn't it, Jeremy or Jose? That we get another one of these, correct? <sighs> Probably tomorrow. <laughs> uh. I, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we need another one. Uh, but hell, they, they may stretch this out to hell in a cell until Cody wins money in the bank. I don't know. Because, uh, I mean, uh, you know, when you think about it, what is Cody going to do until money in the bank, which, you know, we all assume he's going to be in? Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was perfect that Rollins got the upper hand at first because he was expecting this match. That was the whole thing going in was Rollins was prepared for this match. And so he had the upper hand for, for the beginning part of it. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, they definitely delivered to kick off the show. I completely agree with that, man. I think uh, this opening match was the way to kick off the show. And I loved how in this match you can see the psychology of Seth Rollins being more prepared for Cody Rhodes because he had a counter for everything that Cody was doing for the first half of the match, which was great. And the fact that we got the little shenanigans with the pulling of the tights at the end because he because Seth was pulling his tights, he countered and ended up pulling Seth's tights and got the win that way. I wouldn't be surprised if this does get stretched all the way into Hell in the Cell, and I'm not surprised if this actually ends up being the rubber match, Hell in the Cell match yeah. to squash it all off. That way, Cody can ride off into into uh, Money in the Bank. Well, we'll probably see uh, Seth in there too, but I think that's probably going to be his pathway. And that's the thing because you have unified titles now with Roman Reigns. You're going to probably get Roman and Drew inside a cell, so you're going to have to have a second cell match for the men. And mm -hmm. so that makes complete sense if they have it with Cody and Seth. And of course, uh, they'll probably do it with, uh, do one with the women. I uh, don't know which direction they'll go uh, since they were. <laughs> Uh, you know, I I don't know. Uh, a lot of people think they're gonna uh, put Lacey in with Ronda. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think you put Lacey in there right away because I don't think she would win that feud. Uh, I think you need to build her up continuously after all these storytelling things and have her win a couple feuds before going for the title. Uh, on the women's side, Bianca Belair. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, is there a is there a feud worthy of a cell match right now for the women? Is, is the question? I guess we'll see. I mean, you have time to build there. It's yeah. not like the show's tomorrow. You know. Yeah, uh, there's there's plenty of television to get to. There's other personal issues they could resurface and get to. There was plenty of big names that weren't on this show that could be Let's on that show. Let's mention the big elephant in the room, though. Pat mentioning and calling out the fiend in the front row during the pay per view during the premium live. Was event. there somebody dressed? Somebody wearing yeah. a fiend mask? Yeah, you know, who was that? The fiend? There's a there's a dude wearing a hook shirt in the front row too. There was a guy yeah he tweeted he tweeted yeah didn't he Jeremy yeah he did that was, that, funny. Yeah. that was um, funny um yeah Pat Pat especially that last match you know Pat Pat mentioning that he lost his pencil and Cole going well you never take any notes anyways and then uh <laughs> then then uh Pat had this line about something on the left something in the right and then perfect right on cue Michael Cole with a stuck in the middle line there from an old old classic rock song so uh the commentary was money uh especially uh i thought it was a good idea to add graves with it being a dual branded main event 
Uh, I was hoping maybe they would squabble a little bit because I still have that that dream of them two, McAfee and Graves, captaining their Survivor Series team. So hopefully they'll make that happen. But uh, Miguel Cepeda saying, while well, we're still on the topic of Rollins and Cody, saying, I'm calling it now. Rollins versus Cody, hell in a cell. But I'm not a fan of a hell in a cell after ugly cell match with uh, Rollins and The Fiend. That was years ago, and people are still bitching about that. Don't worry, he wiped the slate clean. If you haven't seen Edge versus Rollins, Hell in a Cell, that was one of the best Hell in a Cell matches in, in years. Um, uh, I saw and they didn't. Hell- and they didn't wrestle in a purple light either. So it's worth noting. Yeah. Christopher Ryan Cooper bring this up because you know we can't have any WWE shows. We can't have any AEW shows without a little bit of tribalism. Got to have a little bit of tribalism, right? Of course, Hell in a Cell is running in Chicago just a few weeks before AEW will run with New Japan there as well. Yes, Chicago is yeah. the center of the wrestling universe. And I'm a spoiled, yeah. spoiled boy. I will yeah, be going yeah, to both shows. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, uh, bitch, well, I'm just, I just deserve it. WWE. WWE is running AEW turf in July, too, for money for money in the bank. So, And we're going to get all out, Jeremy. So why don't you just move to Chicago? Yeah, it is all out. Yeah, and I'm a Cubs fan, and I'm a Bears fan, so I'd love to I'd love to move to Chicago. I got an XT over here every week, so, I mean, I'm good. That's Well, I don't know about good, but... No, no, no. I said I'm good because, you know, I got wrestling all over me here every week. You're fine. You're in Orlando. I don't... WWE lives with you. You're fine. I wonder if All Out will be in. I mean, I I would not be surprised if it's in Chicago, just because they run Chicago so damn much. From but talking to people I know locally, it is it is still planned to be here. That's what I was wondering with the Super Show if they were going to do it this year yeah. there or maybe go somewhere else. Uh, of course, guys, for the channel, Roland Curtis, gotta get this one oh, in your super yeah. chat for him. Guarantees you, you get on screen with this as well. Yeah, Unlike but... the Dream, American Nightmare pulls the tights. I, I would assume. Uh, I don't know if uh, Dusty Rhodes probably pulled the tights once or twice, right? It's not the hey, dirtiest, it's not the dirtiest thing to do. Hey. He did pull the tights, so that will give Rollins some reason to complain. Hey, you baby. Know? Hey, baby. You got to win how you win, baby, if you will. If you will. If you if will. You A little bit of that dusty finish, if you will. Uh, what Which match do we want to jump to next? Let's get into Edge versus well, AJ Styles. Yeah, we'll we get to... Let's that six-man main event, Brenda chiming in here saying the six-man was good. Well, before before we got the AJ and Edge, it was uh, Omos oh. and Bobby Lashley. Yes. So we had that matchup that was pretty entertaining. Bobby Lashley was able to do uh, some some pretty big moves on Omos, but Omos got the win on there with the help of MVP with the little shenanigans on there. This was almost kind of a given that this was going to be, for me at least, that almost is going to get the quick win because of MVP yeah. in the turn. So this is going to be yeah. uh, the rivalry is going to be prolonged. We're probably going to get a rematch tomorrow on Raw. Yeah, the, the 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 again another example of this being better than WrestleMania, but that was kind of a low bar. Mm-hmm. Um, they got six minutes there. Uh, there was some cool stuff here. Man, if Omos would have tapped to the hurt lock, that would have been a pop of the night. But the fact that he got it on him was impressive enough. Yeah, that would have that would have been the pop of the one of the pops of the night if they would have done that, and I would have been happy if you Lashley. can't kill almost. You got too much invested in that guy. You yeah. can't just have him tap out on, on this pay per view. If he's ever going to do that, it's going to be in a bigger, bigger show. It's going to be built up to as something can happen. It wasn't something that was teased. I, I, I just don't. Bobby see Lashley's going to be champ- fine. Almost is a long term project. I just don't see him as world championship material right now. He doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Not everyone in WWE has to be a world champion to be entertaining. I, that's, that's the thing true. i think that I, I, like wwe is so big i don't think everyone well, just, needs to have a title that's just the track record. well no I, I agree with that sentiment but i'm talking about the track record of what wwd wwe does with big guys i uh for example the great Kali. i mm-hmm. mean he wasn't really world champion material and they put it on him a couple times so mm-hmm. 
Uh, continue to give us your ratings, 1 to 10. Tell us what your match of the night was. A lot of people with hot takes here. A lot of people care about what this show was. Seems like a widely positive, yeah, I'm just, show. I'm I've not seen that. a show. I would not seen a single person give me a number, 1 to 10, under 7. So, I mean, I haven't seen I've a seen single one, number. I've seen one that was like a 6.5, but the majority of you yeah. guys, which actually is very surprising to me. I mean, a lot of 8s, a lot of 10s, a lot of 9s. A lot of positive reaction to tonight's show, so I'm I'm actually pleased with that because that means you guys are actually enjoying it, and as opposed to just you know nitpicking it and pulling it apart. But let's do get into the AJ and Edge uh, matchup. I thought this was very interesting. This was a very slow, methodical matchup mm-hmm. with purpose. Good story attacking that shoulder throughout the entire match, but then at the end when we get the hooded persona helping out and and giving edge that little advantage by kind of distracting and 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 taking advantage of aj styles just to reveal at the end it's a new rhea ripley joining judgment day with jet black hair and black gothic makeup and this is what we've been wanting and craving and i'm all for it because this is just pushing that story a little bit longer down down the pipeline Maybe another Hell in the Cell match. This is a potential one, too, guys. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ick, I don't know. AJ's lost twice, so I don't think it's going to. I don't. I think they're done. Um, they're going to move on. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, a tip of the hat to Sean Ross Sapp for uh, knocking another one out of the park, uh, calling it with Rhea Ripley. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting because I called it out a couple weeks ago. Finn Balor might be turning in. Take a cap to yourself. Uh, okay. And uh, Sean has all the taps kept tap tap. Yeah, but he's the one that put out. He's the one that put the deets out on uh, Rhea I know, jo- joining. But so just tap the tap like, to yourself. It's not it's like okay. I broke. It's not like I broke the news. It's all uh, right. Sean will survive without you tipping the cap towards him. It's okay. You just gotta give him five dollars. Uh, <laughs> A lot the, of people do. <laughs> uh, the uh, I'm just uh, flashing back to his gimmick when he was on GCW. And uh, charging the crowd $5 just to see him wrestle. So, uh, but anyways. Match of the night was the main event. Uh, Amanda saying my favorite matches were Edge versus AJ, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. A lot of people chiming in. Once again, give us that 1 to 10. Give us your ratings. We we love the interaction. I know we get a lot more of it on these uh, pay-per-view post shows. Yeah. Uh, this match was good. This was, a, I, I, it did feel like a repeat of what we got at WrestleMania, but a better pace. There was something at WrestleMania, I think, where it, there's just, they didn't get out of the gates. It was too by the slow. time they did, they had to get to that show closing angle, and the match kind of became more of an angle. This was almost the same thing. <laughs> that angle was kind of the... stupid. Yeah, but this time, <laughs> this time it, it was a little bit more eventful uh, and a little bit more of a, a reveal, a little bit more sports entertainery in terms of you don't see the person until the reveal's right, and Edge calls the person up to reveal themselves. That made sense. Uh, the technical stuff with working the injury and working the shoulder. You had a get a through line physically in the bell to bell. That made sense. Uh, these are two older guys. They don't have to go a million miles. Question, question for the both of you. Question for the both of you on the opening sem- at the very opening title for tonight's show. When we got the glitch and the little <clears throat> things going, I didn't think that was part of the show until they got further on. It was part of the promo. But I almost like I almost was like, what are they doing this? Like, are they teasing bringing back the fiend? But I, it was totally nothing had to do yeah. with the fiend. But did you get something like that at the beginning too? Like, well, I you noticed were not it. expecting. I noticed it. That? I think it was just part of the production. Like, I yeah, kind of yeah. noticed that too. But uh, going back to Kevin saying a couple of older guys. I mean, Jesus, fuck. 
AJ Styles is 44 and doing an yeah. Asahi moonsault out to the outside. That yeah. moonsault was beautiful. Uh, that you see, was, that you was see Edge, and you're like, this guy had a neck injury? Yeah, this, guy, right. this guy wasn't yeah. supposed to wrestle anymore. And, and now you have this new a new alliance with Finn and AJ. So maybe the maybe the feud now shifts to Finn and Edge. Maybe with AJ still involved, I don't know. So there there's still ways that this could still get involved. It's weird that they still would continue this just because AJ's lost twice now. But uh, you could add Finn to the equation now, uh, and then maybe have a female join mm-hmm. them, and maybe a little six six person intergender or something. So I, I guess there are ways to continue the feud, even though AJ's lost twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely interesting. Continue to join the conversation. If you don't know, we'll let you know again. Top story airs for sports key to wrestling Monday through Friday in the 5 p.m. 6 p.m. Uh, 5 p.m. Central 6 p.m. Eastern hour. Of course, you can get it on demand whenever you want. We're doing the top stories of the day every single day. Your comments getting on screen with us. And yeah, of course, you, you can go. get it on demand whenever you want on those video channels. Facebook watch on YouTube and check us out in your ears as well on the podcast. Everything as well on sports there you go. Ad living with AJ and Balor. Yeah, Pretty Queen great. Monet wants to see uh, Judgment Day versus Liv, AJ, and Balor. That makes sense. Liv is mad at Rhea. That makes sense. You yep. know, I, I won't be opposed to that. As Kevin said, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. There you go. Uh, there, there was a lot on this show that was surprising. A lot of long matches, well-paced action. What else do you guys want to cover here? Well, next one up is the I Quit match as we uh, oddly mm. uh, an oddly shaped show where you have three raw matches to kick it off and then you transition to three SmackDown matches. Of course, the main event was being uh, uh, inter- uh, 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 dual branded match. But anyways, uh, so is, is that interesting that they kind of shaped it out? Usually they, they kind of just mix it up, shuffle it up. So mm-hmm. uh, we switch over to SmackDown, McAfee and Cole introducing the I Quit match again. This is a build that was not exciting uh i don't know what happened i i I just think the storytelling was not great leading up to it but we said it all throughout the week that wasn't an exciting build but we were going to get the ladies were going to deliver and i think they completely delivered in this i quit match oh man they absolutely killed i said it at the top of the show that this happened twice with both of these women where at wrestlemania they put on a hell of a match but the story absolutely sucked same thing here we had five weeks of an absolute terrible buildup. But then when you you see the match, this match, you were like, okay, they absolutely killed it. They went throughout the entire arena. They beat the living shit out of each other. I love the fact that Ronda t- had duo kendo sticks and she went full on sure. Mortal Kombat on Charlotte Flair. Bam, 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 bam. Just, just, just breaking the kendo sticks on Charlotte was, Flair's body. Was anybody then, count? Was anybody counting the number of times that Ronda said "bitch"? I did it because I was just so entertained at the fact that Charlotte Flair was just running in absolute pain and oh, agony. Oh man! And I, I and I loved it. And the crowd was eating it up. And this is the and this is the Ronda Rousey that the fans love. Yeah. I don't think that the, the, the Ronda Rousey that comes in hopping and smiling and just you know high fiving everybody. People they don't like that. They want to see your mean. They want to see your mean and resilient. Yes, absolutely. The baddest bitch on the planet. Yes, that's what they want to see. And tonight we got that. And now she's brand new SmackDown Women's Champion. So and who got that out of her? Charlotte Flair did. You're damn right. So when people bitch, 
and they moan about Charlotte doesn't deserve it. But this is also total vindication for her too. Yes, and Charlotte made her look like a million bucks. She did. She did. Charlotte made her look like a million bucks in terms of an I quit element where you have to have that microphone in there. You're going to say something every few minutes when you go through a sequence. This was paced really well. This is the match Ronda needed. Ronda didn't get it at WrestleMania. Ronda had those angles they did to build up to that match. That match was fine. It just had a fluky ending. This is the match they needed. This is the match that certifies Ron is back in the picture. She is a big enough player where you can put a title on her and it's legitimate. She's a former UFC champion. She has that element. None of that goes away. That's always (laughs) there. You can always build on it. This did, and it added wrestling Gaga with a steel chair and somebody mm-hmm. yelling Mother's Day before you boom, boom, snap, grab. Him. I'm gonna break your arm. You want you want to do this? All right, I'm gonna break your arm. All tap, right, yeah, good, good. Tap, that you said snap that. or crap. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, and also <laughs> shocking to see Charlotte say that. Charlotte's yeah. never. I don't think Charlotte's ever been that humbled in the ring like that. And it, you looked at the devastation on her face. Everything was sold. Charlotte's one of the best players. She knows how to find the camera. She knows how to call her shots. Ronda may not be at that level in terms of the craft, but she's a big enough superstar that you can you can't deny it. She has a larger than life. Uh, uh, if she doesn't know how to dial it in, if somebody can help her get it there, that's all that matters. And somebody did, mm-hmm. and they told the right story. <clears throat> this is one of the best WWE women's matches of the year. I like how I like how uh, she was in that armbar in the chair, and she didn't quit. And I was like, okay, bitch, let me wrench it in some more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vinesh, uh, Vinesh Prasad says here that was a little great <clears throat> tribute to Cena versus Batista's I quit, I quit match. He said, I was really hoping you'd say that, bitch. And then, yeah. boom, we'll proceed to uh, continue. But we got a great uh, uh, super chat here from Roland Curtis. Charlotte's crying performance at the end was good. Yeah, she she maintained it all the way into the end. Like, she can't believe she lost her title to Ronda Rousey after talking all that smack for the last five weeks. Total yeah. vindication for Ronda. And now uh, Charlotte takes a little time off. Jeremy, what about this one for you from Eddie? This is quite a little common here. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, obviously, the Fightful Select uh, article had mentioned that um, just simply that uh, uh, WWE Creative was told that she'd be taking time off. So uh, nothing confirmed on what she's going to do. Just just taking time off. And then that uh, the broken radial is uh, part of that storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Ogden Cooper, was that a Bailey sign in Easter egg that she might be coming back? Am I just reading too much? I don't know what sign you're referencing there. I don't know what sign you're actually talking about there. I don't know which one that is. Uh, there was uh, some cool stuff they did. Like uh, they did uh, one time, there was like a false county wear match with Sasha Banks and Charlotte. They, they did, did like, pay a tribute to that. The, yeah, where Sasha submitted Charlotte through the guardrail. With the with the yeah. uh with the walking the bank banister statement. that brings you up and down the aisle, yeah, yeah. With so the, they, yeah, they, she put the bank I statement that on was her. Cool. Yeah. It was a nice little tribute to her previous match with Sasha Banks back in like 2015, 2016. Yes, mm-hmm. that, I, I noticed that too. That was really good. A lot of people saying Charlotte's getting married in June. I love how everyone knows um, when people are getting married and how that before, before everybody else knows, right? They get the they get the, they get the RSVP. Yeah, you guys got to save the date before save we save the date. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Let's talk about this main event, guys. Let's get into it. Let's get into oh, it. We got we, we, we got one. We got one more. Oh, we, oh do we have to oh, talk we, about we, match? We don't need to talk about that match, do we? We, we don't need to get it. <laughs> well, uh, we, well, well, we can say we can say that boss won with the sunset flip, and that's it. I mean, yeah, the we, thing we, is, we, this crowd was just rocking from three very eventful matches that were all like almost thirty minutes in terms of the entrances and everything like that. Cody was Cody and Rollins banger. All right, Edge and AJ, total 
superstar, two big stars. You love seeing them and a big reveal at the end with Rhea, right? Then you get this match that just blows out expectations with the bill with Ronda and Charlotte. (sighs) This happens in shows, a bunch of really good matches in a row. And then someone has to come out there and they just can't follow. And that was the case with Baron Corbin and Mad Cat. It wasn't a bad match. It just didn't belong on the pay-per-view, but at least the right guy won. Uh, it belonged in the kickoff show. I know you and I had issues with the and kickoff. Show. Match, what, what, why is Vince? Yeah, why is Vince against matches on kickoff shows now? What the hell? I don't know if it's Vince know. is mad about that. Um, you know, not it, mad. He's just against it now. All of a sudden, there's true. I mean, you have more than enough talent there. There was a lot of really talented people that didn't get uh, anything on this pay per view. It you makes see, no even, sense. Even the people so... in the chat don't want to talk about the Moss match, Kevin. <laughs> It makes no sense. Please that skip the boss match in the pay per view. It makes no sense to have an hour long kickoff show with no matches when you play the same damn vignette before the match on the main show, anyways. So, um, you know, and it's just like I think it's still putting something in the ring before the show goes live or the kickoff is still meaningful. It's still well, they, I mean, they've done it for decades. I mean, even yeah. back in the late nineties when Sunday Night Heat was on, free that for was all, on before the pay per view, all companies do it. Just yeah, most companies. So I don't know why they were that they wouldn't do a match to kind of kick off the crowd and get everything going. But I mean, mm-hmm. who are we, guys? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm done. I think that I, we we've had a lot of Baron Corbin consistently winning or losing. We've had a a lot of Baron Corbin on I, TV. I'm not saying the guy isn't talented, happy but happy. I wonder if he starts a feud with McAfee with all the shit McAfee talks on 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 the mic with him. I wonder, they, <laughs> I wonder if they. I wonder if they. Bum ass Corbin. It was funny. He accidentally called him. Corbin. He called him a big dog in that match. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> oh boy! Look big at this. Chris Brian Cooper uh Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss was as good as Thug Rose versus Carla Aston at UFC, which sucked. Uh, that, that is that is a harsh statement there to say. Um, and someone someone disagreeing with this, David Chisholm saying. It was entertaining match to me. It wasn't a bad match. It no, it was, was not a bad match. I just think no, it had a tough act to follow. Yeah, it's, it was just a way where it was placed, right? Like if it would have been placed somewhere else on the card, like if that match would have been second as opposed to Omos and Bobby Lashley, maybe that would have been better. But then Bobby Lashley and Omos would have been stuck in that same position. That or they had still having the same conversation. That or have the women's tag match in place of that. Put that on the kickoff because let's just put a match on the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had we had four hours of kickoff on WrestleMania and zero matches there, so I don't no, get. But it's a, it's a I don't get the. Ago, I, I don't, I don't get the good. idea. Well, no. Well, it ha- it happened again tonight. So yeah, it happened. In, it happened again. Th- there's tonight. a pattern. It <laughs> is a now- pattern. It is odd, but I don't. It's not the biggest thing for me. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing: if there was a match in the kickoff, everyone would bitch and say, that "Ah, was on the why kickoff. would you? Why did you put these guys on the kickoff? Why, why did you put? Yeah. So, uh, so well, I, I don't think I, anybody I, would have bitched if that sh- match was on the kickoff show. So no, I, no, but I, I, I agree. Know, but, but one way or another, he, he, Kevin's right. One way or another, they're gonna someone's gonna find a way to bitch about the fact that that there yeah. was some match of two people that should you put Sasha Banks, you put Sasha Banks dare, and on the kickoff. How dare you put the tag team champions on the kickoff show? Exactly. How dare you put the U.S. champion on the team? No matter who, uh, so it's yeah. an insult. Well, the issue with that is the issue with that is the fact Come that on, they Jerry. always. Put, that isn't. I'm not. No, far hold off on. Of hold this. on. Hold on. The issue with that is they always would put the U.S. title on the kickoff show. If okay. you put it on once in a while, that's perfectly fine. The problem was WWE was doing it every damn kickoff show. Well, now nobody gets a match on the kickoff show. No. 
Kickoff shows are useless. Because you guys take them for granted. And when I say you guys, I'm saying you guys, everyone. Everyone who's watching. Everyone who said, oh, why is the U.S. champion on the kickoff show? Well, now now we get no matches on the kickoff show. It's yeah? useless because you because you couldn't enjoy a nice thing. You can enjoy no it from the first. <laughs> There's no more appetizers for you. We're going straight to no the main more. course. No. Well, there's an appetizer. We're going to read lot. the whole menu to you, and then you're going to pick something out. <laughs> it's, it's, pick there's an appetizer. Thing. There's an appetizer. It's just a boring appetizer. All right. The, but the thing is, if they did, you'd still bitch, Jeremy. You'd still bitch. <laughs> if they put something on the kickoff show, you'd be like, don't tell me I can't bitch. I came well, to bitch and then match. convinced me to stop no. bitching. There needs to be matches yeah, on the kickoff show. Just, just, when, you're, when you're replaying what you have on the kickoff show on the main card anyways, you got to do something with the kickoff show more than what they're doing with WrestleMania. The thing is that we're probably the same exact matches that we got tonight. We're going to get them tomorrow on Raw. Oh, yeah, the uh, there's guarantee. I guarantee you there's going to be one rematch. There's going to be one rematch gonna tomorrow. Be th- at least three. It's a three-hour show. They're going to repeat three of the no, they're gonna repeat a pay- to they're gonna, they're gonna repeat a match from last yes. night tomorrow. Yes, they, can't help right. them, they can't help themselves on that. And we're that. probably going to get a rematches on SmackDown from this very match that we're about to talk about right now, RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. People are getting sick of the bloodline now. There's, it's starting to wear, starting to wear people out. You think so? I saw I saw some people commenting with that earlier. I saw a little bit of that online, and even from people that enjoy the Bloodline and what they did. Of course, the Bloodline: Roman Reigns and the Usos victorious over Drew McIntyre, Matt Riddle, and Randy Orton. RK Bro, uh, this was originally Bro. set to be a uh, tag team title unification match, and then Roman Reigns got out there during the uh, the big melee of a of a contract signing for that tag team match between RK Bro and the Usos, and it became a six man match with no titles on the line. Some people wanted to see things, some things added, but WWE hinted at none of that, and apparently it went in this direction. I will say the match bell to bell was a hell of a match with everyone getting to shine at all the different points with several different moments that made you think, oh wow. The bloodline could lose. Roman yeah, pay- Reigns could lose a pay-per-view main event match. The pacing of the last seven to eight minutes of that match was just beautiful. It was tremendous. There was shit happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, uh, man. Go ahead. Sorry. You go. No, you go. No, you go. No, you go. You go. What I was saying is that um, just like what you were saying is like that closing the last five, 10 minutes were really fun because it started slow. And then you had that moment when we had that McIntyre and Roman face off where, you know, Roman took his time getting into the ring and then and he, he starts out. circling and it, then he bitches out and tags out. So it was just fun. And then when he was just interacting with the crowd or when he was interacting with Paul, right? Like he's like, oh, should I tag in now, Paul? Yes, my tribal chief. Yes, you should definitely tag in now. Like I love those little things that he does. My tribal which chief. Makes, you know, which makes it way more entertaining. So uh, and the fact that they won tonight, I mean, just kind of proves why, why, why they, why everybody else is the twos. And yeah. yeah. Plus, uh, you know, there's reports coming out that Roman's time as a full timer may be coming to an end. Uh, yep. Maybe question mark. Uh, it's, uh, th- this you know, follows uh, some very odd things he said at a house show this weekend. 
Yeah, uh, and and I think a lot of people took what he said out of context because he mentioned that what, he had wrestling fans take that. something out of context to fit yeah. their own narrative. Yeah, I line. saw that. I saw all the outlets, and I'm like, y'all taking this way out of hand. Yeah, that oh, that, that was more Reigns confirms that he's leaving. W. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, he's going to AEW. Take it easy, bro. Uh, like, take no, it easy. He only said that he had never been at that particular arena only once, and he doesn't know when he's going to be coming back. Yeah. Guys. He's probably scaling. You realize if you look at his matches this year, um, like. 75% of them are on live shows. He hasn't wrestled many, many televised shows. So this is more of him probably saying he's scaling back the live shows. He's going to eventually do Hollywood stuff. That's almost going to be a given. So, uh, which is probably something uh, once he has something lined up that, you know, this two year run's going to end eventually. And it's probably, he's going to have something lined up. He'll probably disappear after he gets beat for the mm -hmm. first time in a long time. And, uh, Let's uh, go ahead and get these uh, spam links out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah got them. I'm already uh, Roland Curtis saying, uh, "Lol." Cole mentioned Bailey's Roman acknowledgement. No Bailey. I know a lot of people are just clamoring for her to return to WWE. Uh, but staying on topic here with this main event, I saw some people. I want to get some more comments in because we're all about it with the pay per view post show. Uh, are, are people frustrated with the bloodline? Let's get into this frustration because they won again. Roman through all the melee runs in there, knocks out Riddle before he could even. Get get the momentum going with a big spear uh, and we get the bloodline on top and you could see the frustration that drew mcintyre was on when drew got in the ring with roman it was like ooh, okay and then roman was uh scampering out of there and then finally they did get to interact with each other roman caught him off guard snuck in a big slam uranagi through a table so you do get a tease of that roman drew match we're supposed to get Drew spoke to us earlier this week. You can check out that interview. It's up on our channel. This is the match he wants. This is the destination he wants to get back to. Yeah. Uh, it, Christopher and Cooper saying, Roman to AEW oh. confirmed. Not going to happen here. Forbidden um, door. Uh, Victor saying, uh, screw the bloodline. Congrats to the Briscoe, the new Impact Tag Team Champions. All right, stay on topic, buddy. Uh, and then Robert Knapp saying, Roman Reigns is a little bitch. <laughs> He's a little bitch. <laughs> I was like, oh, when they uh, started that Madcap and uh, Happy Corbin match, I'm like, wow, they're going to give that six man a time. And then I forgot, oh, yeah, it takes Roman 30 minutes to get to the ring. It, it takes him 30, but yeah, I mean, he's right up there with The Undertaker getting into the ring. It, I, and not only and not only just getting into the ring, but when he gets tagged, he also takes about another two minutes just to get into the uh, ring. Here, I, 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 I haven't seen much of this until the past month or two. The, it, this has not the bloodline getting to people getting tired of. I have not seen that until just recently. It's starting some people, uh, it's time to probably dethrone them somehow. Uh, you know, whether it be RK Bro and reunite the tag titles, Drew taking one of the titles off of Roman, then maybe Cody comes in and takes the other title. But yeah, people, uh, you know, all of a sudden, last couple of months, people are, are starting to turn on him. Yeah, I think uh, a, a majority, I think there's like a like a 55 45 people that that are that, that like them or hate them right that's so a, it's that's, a, that's like, a really divisive margin there it is <laughs> you know it is it's a, it's it a really thinning is. margin it's a thinning margin you're either like, you're either part of the bloodline fan or you're part, you're not that's yeah. what i'm finding uh so it's certainly interesting here uh a lot, a lot of people with different takes on this uh and ken saying it's getting very very old um, but the thing is, this match was still good. You know, like this was still oh, a yeah. good match. People still cared. It wasn't that, like RK, the people who that paid... RKO from the top rope was insane. 
Yeah, so this is still, yeah, but people saying it's getting old. I don't think that deterred the match. It's just, we could see it. On the horizon, you could see the steam on this kind of cooling off a little bit. But I don't see it cooling off for the next few months. Can they get this to SummerSlam? Can they get this to Cardiff when they have Clash at the Castle? Can they get Roman with that title? Can they get the bloodline as as this top, you know, racket-all crew now on the run because they're doing a little bit more desperate things. You have you have Roman kind of be oh I'm gonna give him this match we're gonna tag out you know or uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak in and, and get something and he's been doing more and more of that now it's really like a reliance he used to be a dominating character he dominated Brock he didn't have any interference against Brock at WrestleMania though everything since has been him relying on the Usos to kind of surround him and protect him and now everything's kind of he he won he got through it look how I got through it. But what's the next challenger? What do you build uh, on? Oh man, I don't see how you could stretch this to Clash of the Castle. Not when they, uh, not, right not now, when they no. introduced it two weeks ago. That's in September, right? That's in September. Yeah, we still yeah. Got which is why, which is why, in SummerSlam, which is why I, uh, that's why I was so annoyed with that introducing Drew into this and making this a six man because they didn't need to introduce Drew into this main event picture right now. If that's the plan. But maybe that ain't the plan. Maybe the plan is hell in a cell, and then maybe the maybe you're still going with with Drew and Fury at, at Clash of the Castle. I mean, I, I don't know unpopular opinion, but maybe maybe Roman's not champion by Clash at the Castle. Maybe mm. Roman's already out of the picture because by yeah. that time, oh yeah, SummerSlam is already already passed. So he could lose uh, one title he, at Hell and one maybe title. He's at, not, maybe he's not champion of either. Maybe he's just not champion at all by that time. Yeah, he could lose to Cody. Cody could call a shot. They have a SummerSlam match, and he could have already lost to Drew at Hell in a Cell. Certainly interesting. Certainly interesting. Uh, a lot of people with different takes. Joseph Austin saying, Bloodline just headlined the most entertaining pay-per-view in a while. People still complain. Come on, this is wrestling fans. They're always going to complain. You will never not get me to complain. I will always have an edge over you, Mr. McMahon. If I'm bitching, you better stop making me bitch. It's getting into well, that Cena territory where they're always it, winning. It, Yes. If you watched it and uh, not either fourteen ninety nine was transacted from your bank account or nine ninety nine was transacted from your bank account, guess what? They already got your money, so don't care if you if you bitch or complain. Yeah, uh, a lot of people with different takes. Uh, once again, give us your ratings one to ten. We've only seen uh, any. We haven't seen anyone dip below a six on this show, and don't do that just to do it. Oh, Actually, now they are. You know, let Good us know. Job, Kevin, think. watch out. Oh, they just do it just to do it, right? Um. <laughs> Watch out, watch out, watch out. So I go to you, gentlemen. You're one to ten on WWE WrestleMania Backlash. It was uh, a show that was built to in odd parts. Did they roll off the momentum of a well-received WrestleMania? This year's WrestleMania was very well-received for the most part. For the most part. Um, I thought this was a very good show. And I'm going to give this a 7.5 out of 10. I really, really enjoy it. Uh, I thought there were some matches that were good rematches. Some of them weren't better than WrestleMania, but added to it and brought things. If you're going to do rematches, do them really, really well. I think Cody's right hot. They can do some big things with him. I still think Drew is really cool. Even the people that lost still felt like they were in a good position. Uh, so that's good. It's momentum. This is momentum going into summer. You can say this with WWE, the television sometimes. It's uh, This works, this doesn't. The pay-per-views, when they have time and they can go, and there's no commercial interruption, we don't have to worry about TV Gaga. We just get the Gaga of the bell to bell. They deliver. And that was another sign of it tonight. And also a slim card. 
All the matches they gave you delivered, though. There was it didn't feel like they wasted any time. Even on stuff that may may have not worked or couldn't follow a match, it's still you could see the ABC, the fundamentals of it. Uh, I give the show a seven point five out of ten. What about you guys? Uh, for me, man, I think I'm going to give this a seven for the simple fact that they gave us they they baited and switched us, man. We were supposed to get this unification tag team title match. And we didn't get it. And I was really looking forward to that because the buildup for that was mm-hmm. actually pretty good. Um, we did get a really fun and entertaining six-man tag match to close the match. But we didn't get any significant, um, anything big out of it, right? Like any big result uh, or, or anything continuing as far as where these titles are going to happen. Or, or if we're going to get a unification bout at all later on. So... That's one of the things, and I think that's what a lot of fan sentiment is, too. They really wanted to see that match. Um, But from opening to close, man, Cody killed it. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte absolutely killed it. Edge and and AJ was awesome. And then the Rhea Ripley reveal was cool. Then we had some two cool-off matches with Omos and Lashley. Matt Cap Moss and then close it off with the six man. That was pretty good, but I think a seven is fair just because of that bait and switch. That's just me being picky from that Mm -hmm. part. Well, I'm not going to factor that into the show because uh, I'm, I'm just going to go with what I saw and, and not go with what was booked ahead of time going into yeah. it. I'm just going to go with what I saw tonight. And what we were What'd you get tonight? tonight? And I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so I'll give it an eight. Um, every match from WrestleMania. Wow. You was, liked it more than I did. <laughs> every uh, every rematch was better than the WrestleMania counterpart. I mean, even Omos and Lashley had good parts. Again, I would have had Lashley still win with the Hurt Lock just because that would have been a tremendous moment and tremendous pop. I Because yeah, I just don't know if they're really going to go for full bore on Omos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and even Happy Corbin and 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 and, uh, and uh, Madcap Moss were, was not a terrible match. It just didn't belong on the card. Uh, so, and you always have to have, you usually have one of those on the, on it, but every, <clears throat> every WrestleMania rematch, it exceeded it. And the main event, especially the, the final third of that match really was a, a kicked into gear and was a tremendous ending uh, to the match there. So yeah, I will, uh, I will give it an eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, uh, active over on sportskeeda.com. We have a ton of different content. Ton of different exclusive this week as well. Once again, talking to Drew McIntyre and all the different things that are going on with WWE. We will have more interviews with some WWE talent coming up here in the next week, week and a half. Who are we talking to? I don't know exactly. Uh, But I can tell you I'm doing some cool things over on uh, The X. Over on 104.9 The X. You can go to thexrockford.com. You can win your way in to a WWE show in Rockford, Illinois. Saturday night's main event, May 21st. At the uh, the BMO Harris Bank Center, I will also be performing stand up comedy at Zany's Comedy Club on the north side of Chicago, May fourteenth. Uh, if you're a fan of comedy, I will also be on Doug Loves Movies this week with Doug Benson. That'll be dropping, I think, probably tomorrow. Very very funny episode with Boom Boom Coca Banner from All Elite Wrestling is also on the show. So some cool stuff with that. What else you got going on, boys? As always, guys, you guys can catch the three of us every single day uh, in that six thirty time slot. Here on Sports Keto Wrestling at the Top Story, where we break down the hottest headlines of the day in the world of wrestling. So make sure you tune in every single day on YouTube, every single day on Facebook, every single day on Twitter, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Top Story for the hottest news y'all need to know. Mm -hmm. And follow me at Jose G. Official. 
Yeah, yep, yep. Follow me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. Obviously, we'll be here with these two guys all week Damn. long uh, around 5.30 Central Time with Top Story. Follow me on Twitter. I'll be live tweeting Rob tomorrow and uh, also keep up with me and my other shows and other things I'm doing there. I'll let you know on there as well. Also doing a Money in the Bank giveaway if you want to go to Vegas. Going to go to Vegas. It's going to get you in the door there. Uh, so uh, keep an eye on my Twitter for that as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you guys so much for the support. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching uh, on Facebook, where apparently I guess we're just not supposed to do a show, uh, you can you can go and share the link. Share the link. In your favorite days. group. In your favorite group. Your threads. Now. Yeah. All right. Smash that like button. Smash, 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 smash. All right. If you do that, we really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you guys so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what you need to enjoy wrestling yeah (laughs) bye talk to them